Hello, and welcome to the Santa River. I'm your gracious host, Flame Void. And this is the podcast where I share wisdom that affects your relationships and thoughts with a Christian perspective. And so if you tuned into my last podcast, also known as Thought Culture, which stands for that hell over there, you would know that in many cases, the Western culture has taken on the reflection of those who run Western culture, which are the women. And that culture primarily deals with general female degeneracy. It deals with um, self-hatred, which is women augmenting how they were naturally made and built with off-the-shelves products to enhance their beauty. And the third point in that is one that I found to be very interesting, which was, you know, a total rejection or getting rid of being mothers or a low birth rate. Now, a low birth rate was something that only when women can do and control and in the same way we look, we look at that is the same way we're looking at the death of the provider man. And my premise starts off with a very interesting conversation and video I watched about a pastor who was comically telling a bunch of married couples how to improve their relationships. And one thing he pointed to was he drew a big heart and at the bottom of the heart he drew two nuts. And he said to the women primarily that a lot of times women want a man's heart but in order to get his heart it goes through his nuts. And a lot of times men want to have sex. That is the drive for men to want to be with a woman, to date a woman, to put up with her emotional issues and problems, to deal with her attitude, to even interact with a woman. Most men have to think she is attractive on some level, meaning that a woman's personality, her degree, her money, her jewelry, most cases means absolutely nothing to a man when it comes down to just him being a man or her being a woman. As one man said, I cannot screw a woman's degree. And because sex is that much of an importance to men and it is a biological This is a drive for men to have sex, and that is clearly proven through testosterone. If you study the hormone testosterone, you'll see that it makes men more aggressive, more dominant, and more wanting to have more sex or to copulate more, okay? And because of this, and because good provider men are men who want to provide for a woman will know that in order to get 
sex, he must be kind to the woman. He must care for her, take care of her, be there for her in ways that she needs him, i.e. ways of the heart in order to be have to have sexual access. And it is not something that she has to give him. It is a trade, okay? Because from a Christian perspective, man and woman together form the original man. Okay? That's Genesis chapter 3. Man is logical. Woman is emotional. If you go to Ephesians, I believe it talks about how man is to love a woman. And when you love something, it means you're willing to sacrifice, to give, to provide for, to provide safety for, to defend it at the cost of your life. But he told women to submit to the man in all things. Meaning from that point, and like I've been saying on so many podcasts before, man is the head, woman is the neck. Without the woman, he can't get enough air. But without his thinking, she won't survive. They need each other. But, as I said last week, God culture has become the culture of the Western society. And I explained how pervasive it is and how deep it has evolved into our culture. And one of the aspects a lot of people don't look at, like a lot of women will point to chivalry dying as an indicator that men aren't real men anymore. But in many cases, women, I hate to say this to you, and I have to do this to you women, you guys opened up the first salvo from the takeover of feminism by Susan B. Anthony all the way through the feminist movement of the 1970s to the third, the second, third, the fourth, and now soon to be the fifth iteration of feminism on culture women have been shooting and punching men in the face all expecting men to stay the same to put up with their bullcrap to catch them when they fall to work harder to provide more funds for the government to give to them when they F up not so anymore ladies that culture is a making of you all out of that culture you put chivalry in the hospital on life support and now what you're doing is you're burying into the dirt six feet down provider men now what are provider men all right provider men is what you would call a classic good guy or an alpha with some beta traits, meaning that he's masculine, he's dominant, he can take care of himself, he can provide food, shelter, clothing, protection, and transportation for himself. He has an honor code, he has a god, he is logical, and guess what? Around him, women feel safe, secure, and he gives them, for the most part, what they want. But he is primarily kind, sweet, unassuming 
two women. He treats them with chivalry, opens doors, tries to protect them. Okay? In many cases, this guy is the one who is not getting laid, who is not getting a lot of female attention. This is the guy who a lot of women would say he's too nice, too dependable, acts more like a puppy dog, and is somebody that a lot of women can use and abuse and mistreat because he will not return that belittling behavior back to her. All the while, she's engaged in thought culture. Okay. Cusses and talks like a sailor. personality has really nothing really going on with her of any real or true substance and then lord sex over him or calls him a virgin or belittles him based on him not being able to get laid which honestly let's be honest that's a, a low blow ladies if any of your insults goes directly to how a man how or the frequency of a man can have sex you are very wrong that is an interaction between men and women and if he doesn't engage in wanting to be with a woman he can't get sex unless he wants to go pay for it and if he does go to pay for sex your opinion really doesn't mean much because he's paying for it and any man who's worth his salt knows this one true statement from the pastor to the pimp to the guy who's in government this one phrase, okay? Whether you pay up front or you pay in the, on the back end, either way you pay. So belittling a man about whether he's getting sex or not doesn't shame him. It only shames those who don't know better. And usually it's a guy with a good heart who doesn't want to be a man whore is the one that you're going to shame and belittle, which in many cases, He's willing to do what a traditional provider man would do, which is he would offer everything a good man would offer, food, shelter, protection, provision, transportation, logic, a code, fair rules, um, being making it safe for her, defending her and getting her her wants now and in the future. And if they have kids, he'll do the same thing for them. He's leveling all that for her to be exclusively with him, provide him kids, and be in a traditional relationship. That's what he's bringing to the table. He's willing to offer all that. But in many cases, in the words of Tupac, she said I was too nice and that it would never work. That is the general statement of most men and boys before they discover the game. This is most men's general outlook before they start to see who women will truly choose if they were not going to be held accountable. And if you really want to see it, go look up Sex in the City. Go look that show up. 
that show will show you the depths of depravity that most Western women have within themselves and the depravity women have in wanting to have guilt-free sex with as many men as possible but still have them turn around and be a good guy when they get with them. That's not how it works, ladies. A provider guy or a provider man has been raised that way or has seen that's what a man's supposed to do for a woman. That is something that he has taught or something that he has been led to by God through his holy word. Because in another podcast I did about sex and and why prostitution will never leave, most men, if they're being pragmatic and logical, they would just go pay for sex instead of getting into having a family getting into tying up all their property and everything else if they were being logical. From a Christian point of view, a man should only be with one woman. And if he is into polygamy, which is a lot by the Bible, he's only supposed to be with those women. And his first ministry of any man is his home. But in this day and time, because women... And I quote, have said, women need men like a fish needs a bicycle. Women don't need to be what a man wants or desires. And lastly, without men, the world would be full of peace and fat and happy women. Because this is a this is so prevalent especially in the black community from which I hail. The provider black man, that man that wants to defend a woman's rights, open the door, take her to dinner, provide and pay for her bills and be there for her, it's dying and or dead. And what boggles the mind so much is something my mother always tells to me. And she said it to me and it blew my mind when she said it because she is a wonderful, classy church lady who's been married to my father for over 40 years. But this is what she said. She said, so many women come to get their hair done. And when they come in there, she notices that pretty much everything about them, from their nails, to their eyelashes, to their makeup, to some of their bras, are all plastic and fake. It's not them. She doesn't have a D or a double D cup. She has a C that's with a lot of padding. Her rear end is not really that tight. She's wearing stretchy pants or pants that emphasize her rear end. Her eyelashes are not that long. She bought eyelashes. All this in order to have a man everything she wanted and all natural and my mother said it's so funny that they're so fake but then want a man that is a hundred percent real that can prove the money on his bank statements can support that car that he's picking her up in if he's coming to pick her up in Mercedes SL Benz you know 500 L series She wants to know that he actually got the money to actually do that. 
to fly her to Dubai, to take her here, to go there, to do X, Y, and Z. He has to have the job that would support that. All the while, most of her money is going towards making and faking everything about herself. Now, while that's not every woman, that's a good majority of women that are like this, ladies and gentlemen. And because of this, you have to ask yourself, what man in his right mind would pay for a plastic Barbie? And ask yourself the question, at what point of men seeing that women consistently choose men who got their money in all kinds of evil and deplorable ways, or in some cases, are going out with men who treat them like complete dog crap or expendable pieces of furniture or like an old car part just switch them out at what point to the men who are trying to be good honest faithful kind sweet caring and loving just stop and realize they are a relic of the past at what point do these men who want to have a family and be able to provide for them and take him to church and cook his wife breakfast and rub her back and do all these sweet things for her, realize that he's not as desired as what his mother told him. And this is my last point before I go. A lot of women of today's time in Western culture love to preach about how they live in a patriarchy and where men expect the rights and access to women's bodies and how men believe that they have the right to touch them and to view them as sexual objects. Well, I would highly disagree and say to you that every little boy that has a mother has had the talk about how he's supposed to tell a girl how he likes her. And most little boys can tell you a story of when Valentine's Day come and they got that special card and that candy and they want to go give it to a special girl who they think is pretty or kind to him or just makes him feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. And when he gives it to her, it means absolutely nothing. And the guy who more likely treats her like garbage is the one who gets her attention. And that story is played out from the time a kid hits elementary school to the time he's a full-on adult, probably up to 25 or 26 when he starts to make real money. That's the experience of most men. It's not being cared kindly by women. That's more of a rarity. And honestly, truth be told, most men and they find a girl that's really nice and sweet to them. Most of them would rather be married very early and not have to go through, as we call it, the dick carousel or just be a dick on a carousel that girls will ride and jump off until she's satisfied or, or settles for him. That's belittling and demeaning to most men. Most men will want to find a good looking woman that wants to be with him, have his kids, and live in a Culture. The 
guys who would never want to settle down because he sees all women as unloyal or just as tools to be used, they are vastly manufacturing more men like them by women engaging in thought culture. And it's to the point to where the guy who does this doesn't have to advertise how he does it. Most of the time, guys will end up here just by watching regular life, just living their regular everyday life. They will end up becoming or wanting to be like the guy who women will talk routinely about as being evil, but they still give up their virginity and a lot of their time and effort and and sexual frequency to the same guy they will complain about. Then when they one day run into that old school good guy that they used to know when they were younger, he's either not dealing with women, using women just like a bad guy would use them, or not even looking to settle down. He just wants to get off and get laid. And then women will ask the question, why do men only want women for sex? Well, ladies, all men wanted sex. But some men were willing to trade honestly with you so you both could have the most of everything in this world. Most of you guys didn't realize that and spent your time burning it on dudes who are worth nothing. Didn't want nothing more than to get in, get off, and get on their way. And now a lot of you have too many notches on your belt or too many of you women are jaded. Too many of you women have fully embraced the feminist thought culture mindset and have missed out on a great man that would be old school for you. And that's all I have to say. Once again, this is the Seventh River, and I'm your gracious host, Flame Boyd, signing out. Hopefully, something I said made you think, blessed you, and helped you. Have a good day.